Being a light in the midst of darkness is so needed these days, and it's not easy to juggle between work and motherhood while trying to be a light. Seems like there's so much angst going on in today's world. Gina Holiday is an illustrator, author, and creative. She spends her days crafting whimsical illustrations and uplifting designs. She, her husband, and two children reside in Minnesota, where she owns and operates Spoonful of Faith Studio. Welcome to the Gems of Motherhood. I'm your host, Sharon Khan. I'm here to connect you with some amazing gems of mothers from all walks of life. Thanks for walking this journey with me today, and don't forget to subscribe to the show. Welcome, Gina. It's so good to have you on the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Now, Gina, you have a very interesting story. You know, we're talking about being a working mom as well as being a light. And I understand when you were younger, you were discouraged from being an artist, from being an illustrator. And um, just tell me a little bit about your story. Yeah, so I am an artist and illustrator. I run a company called Spoonful of Faith. And I grew up in a very creative family. My parents really encouraged us to kind of tap into our creative gifts and, and try things and, you know, make things. And so we were just um, this group of, I have six siblings, so we have, I have a lot of family. <laughs> so we were this group of kids that just were really um, inspired or encouraged to just like try things out. And um, as I was growing up, I always thought I would be an artist. I just thought it was something I wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I was about maybe in middle school, I got discouraged by one of my art teachers, actually, who's told me that I probably won't make a lot of money being an artist. Mm-hmm. And it was like, at that point, I kind of changed my focus. And, and she had mentioned like, well, maybe you should go to school for business, because then you can own a business. And then maybe, you know, maybe somehow you can do art. And so <laughs> I was like, all right, like, maybe that makes more sense. You know, I didn't know as a preteen. So that kind of threw me off a little bit. But what I did was I went to school for marketing and cause I thought it was the most like creative side of business. And then as I went through school and I started working in marketing, it was really easy for me. It was really easy and um, it came natural, but I wasn't really feeling fulfilled with it. And so mm-hmm. as I became a mother, I actually started to kind of be reminded from God the things that he placed inside of me and I started to draw again and started to share my work again and um, as I started to kind of walk forward in that I was encouraged by so many people that were like why aren't you doing this you should be doing this and Wow, my daughter is what? She'll be seven next year. So what? Six and a half, seven years later, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) And your art is just amazing. I love it. Your illustrations are beautiful. I mean, isn't it amazing like how God always puts you back in the path that you should be, right? He redeems and he restores all that you've lost, even though we've strayed in a different direction, but it always comes back to his will for you isn't it? That's so true. Yeah. And I mean, you know, now being a mother and being a business owner, now your business comes into effect and being an artist as well. How are you juggling between being a working mom and being a mom? Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I would say that most days I 
feel like I could do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a conversation I have with God all the time. I'm just like, guess what? You know what? You've called me to be here for these kids. You've called mm-hmm. me to, you know, this work that I'm doing. And you've got to strengthen my hand, strengthen my arm so that I can do it. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's... I don't know that I think that we really have a good balance. I think it changes <laughs> all the time. And then kids change, right? Like right. <laughs> mom, like seasons change. Things that I did or tried to do when my kids were really young, I can't do that anymore. Right. So I think being flexible is is something that's also super helpful as it comes to managing priorities, going from one thing to the next, as mm-hmm. well as you know, trying to be a good parent and take, right. you know, take care of your family. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is a lot. Uh, and, and so even in the midst of it, what does it mean to you to let your light shine um, in your family, in your community? Yeah. So for me, one thing that I have held with me over the years, that is something that my mom has taught was the importance of like my uniqueness mm-hmm. and how, to be really proud of who God made me to be, the way that he crafted me, the color of my skin, the curl in my hair, like all of these things. My mom always really affirmed to um, me and my siblings as we were growing up. And she would always just tell us um, that we didn't have to be like each other. We never had to be like anyone else. We just Mm -hmm. had to be like us. And um, I think because I believed that and it played into um, the way that I lived, the way that I talked about myself, the way that I presented myself. Um, And it also played into the the confidence I had about who I was. Mm -hmm. It became just this powerful light or source within me that I could share with others unapologetically And so, you know, for me, that is really what started or has a lot of the light that I want to share with the world really stems from. It really Mm -hmm. stems from my identity. It stems from what I believe about myself. It stems from who I believe God has created me to be. Right. And instilling that like within myself. And then I, and I also try to do this within the illustrations I create and the work I create. And then also try to do it as, mo- as a mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what was taught or, put, you know, given to me, I'm trying to remember and like implement that in my way into motherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now you said implementing that into your motherhood, how are you teaching it to your children to let your light shine? For me, um, what I like to do is I like to affirm them and mm-hmm. they're going through different things or they speak, you know, negative things and maybe they're feeling bad about what they did or um, maybe they didn't do good on something in school, you know, just things that kids will get really, you know, worked up or um, upset about. Those are the perfect moments that we can affirm who they are and tell mm-hmm. like speak positive things over them so I'm like whenever my daughter anytime like it's funny now because as she gets 
as she gets older, I see her using these words too. So yeah. um, I would always tell her that she, she was beautiful. She was smart. Mm-hmm. Anytime she would look in the mirror, like, you know, sometimes you're just having a good hair day, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, my hair was good today, right? <laughs> so my daughter, she might look in the mirror one day and say like, oh, I really like this shirt or I really like this today, you know? And what I would do in that moment is actually tell her like, you're always beautiful. Right. I just want you to know that. Like you are always, you know, like never just because you're having a good day, that doesn't mean anything. And so I've seen these, um, just speaking that positivity over them and speaking that life into them. I've seen how that plays into how they even talk to themselves or each other. Right. Right. You know? So it is so true. Mm-hmm. It is so true. I mean, they really, you know, mimic what we teach them and or what we show. I, I know like whenever I dress my daughter, I'm like, you look so beautiful. And then when I put on a skirt or whatever, she's like, you look beautiful, mommy. I'm like, right. oh, thank you, even though I feel like crap, you know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> my hair is all up and you're just right. like, thank you so much, my love. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's so, tell me, how are you balancing between being a mom and working at home at the same time. Oh, it's been tough because <laughs> I have kids. Um, Layla's in first grade, and so she's uh, distance learning right now. Mm-hmm. AJ is preschool, and so we're kind of doing our own little thing to yeah. To um, and then on top of that, work. So um, it's been kind of tough. But I think um, so. So normally, I have like a, a schedule. Mm-hmm. Like last year, I had a schedule and the kids <laughs> had, you know, school a certain amount of days. And then that was like when I tried to get things done that I couldn't do when they were around. And then when they were around, I would try to do things like admin tasks, that kind of stuff where it's easy for me to to um, not be totally focused on yeah. this thing. Um, but now that they're home... Um, what that means is I need help. And in, in, in uh, my husband, luckily with my husband's um, work schedule, he gets off early afternoons. And so that helps me to have some time dedicated to work. But mm-hmm. then on top of that, as my business is growing, I've right. actually had to hire additional like employees. So yeah. that has been a cool process. And also just giving away some of the things that I I'm constantly working on and stuff has been a little hard, but yeah. it's been super helpful. I think for me, really just realizing <laughs> how can I, like, where am I trying to go? What am I trying to do? How can I accomplish that? And like, when I look at myself, how do I get there? Like, who, do I need help from my husband? Do I need help from my mm-hmm. friends? Do I need? And so for me, I always tell people, literally ask for help. You just never know who. Right is willing to help you and to be there and, you know, in, in so many different ways. So. Yeah. And sometimes I find that it's also hard for mothers, for women to ask for help because we're so used to doing everything on our own. So used to multitasking, but um, it is so, so needed just for our own mental health sake because yeah. we can't do everything. Right. You know? And <laughs> And it's like, you know, I had, a, I had a conversation with one of my guests about Proverbs, being a Proverbs 31 woman. Mm-hmm. And literally we were talking about how the Proverbs 31 women had support around her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't just a one woman do it all kind of thing, you know. 
So yeah, it, asking for help, it's definitely uh, really, really important. So, you know, what, tell me, what are some ways do you think you can let your light shine in your families, at school, with your neighbors, at the church? Can you share some ways um, that you've been doing it together with your family? I mean, I know it's a little bit, might be a little bit challenging right now in kind of being in the COVID season, but have you found creative ways to do that? Um, I think it has been, I mean, it's definitely been tough with COVID. I mean, we're, we're at home a lot. So, yeah. but I think one thing that I really do try to do is encourage my kids to create and encourage them to use their imagination, encourage them to dream and think of big things. And when they have ideas and they want to make those ideas come to life, um, I'm always like the first one to be like, do it. You can do mm-hmm. it. And then that's just um, something I've always kind of been told since I was a kid. And so yeah. I, it's something I pass on. Um, but I think as far as like our family and how we shine, you know, our light, I think that's just when, as we walk in our relationship with God and we get grow closer to him, he will give us ways, little things that we can do here and there that will encourage, help, uplift, inspire, spark others. And I think it's our job to act on that mm-hmm. and act in faith to really just to see what God will do with it. And so yeah. I just use those little opportunities as a way to shine my light into others' lives. Yeah. And I know that you have a book that you did about being a light and that seems like an incredible project. Can you just share a little bit with us? Yeah. So I uh, created a coloring book last year. Well, it ended up coming out this year. It's called A Little Light, Mm -hmm. um, where I showcased three uh, stories or interviews of three young women of color here from the Twin Cities or Minneapolis area that are just making positive change in their communities. And so I drew pictures of them. I had coloring pages. We shared some of their words. Um, and, you know, so they're artists and poets. And it, it was really a cool opportunity to show um just to like shine a light on someone else that's doing something that someone that might other people might overlook or not know anything about, you know, Mm -hmm. just to inspire and encourage those that are reading um, other young um, women and men and also other people that are coming up that are, you know, people of color. And so Mm -hmm. it was just a really cool opportunity to do that. That's awesome. Now, how would you encourage moms who may find it difficult to balance between work as well as being a light within the community? I would say that um, kind of going back to the what I was saying before is like the small moments. I think sometimes we want these, we want to do all this big stuff or we don't want to do big stuff at all. I mean, there's a lot of like, I kind of think that way, but a lot of um, people are like, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm okay back here in the, in yeah. the show, you know? And so, um, so it could be either way, but I think um, usually when we don't want to really share or, or we're kind of um, afraid of kind of like uh, of that, Um, it has, it could be related to just what we believe about ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't value, we don't Mm -hmm. think value to praying. We don't think that what we have to say matters. Um, but then on the other end, 
when we want to do big things, sometimes we over, um, we just think of it so big that we can never even start on it. And it's really in the small steps. It's the everyday moments, the everyday, the opportunities of literally helping someone. What I've learned is that we have margin in our lives, which is really just time that we can, that's free, (laughs) free Mm -hmm. time (laughs) that we can spend with God, spend with ourselves, not have filled with all of these busy things. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a lot more room for other people. And right. that is an opportunity for us to share our light, to help a friend, to you know give a helping hand, offer a meal. Like there's just so many small ways you can do it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that it may not even necessarily be that tangible. You know, I feel like even if we were to go to store and just say, have a blessed day, that completely would just bless somebody. And it really does put a smile on somebody's face. Feel like if we do, if we could even put a smile on somebody's face, that has already made a difference and that has already shine a light into that particular person's life, like you said, it doesn't have to be big. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be that one person because mm-hmm. that one person, that one has always been Jesus's interest, right? He's always right. about, he's not, he's not so much about like the masses, right? He's always looking for that one. Mm-hmm. And so it's great. Like, can you just share with me in your point of view, like what are some practical and actionable tips would you suggest for moms who are working and trying to do it all? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. Let's see. Um, <laughs> well, number one, ask for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a big one. But Something I've learned is to really figure out like your productivity, like how you how you work, how you operate. Some people are really productive and can get a lot of things done in the morning. Some people are laborers; they just like to do things later at night. And so, when you start to uh, really like pay attention to like yourselves and your habits, mm-hmm. you can start to create systems or, you know, ways to basically get more done in a short amount of time. And I think Mm -hmm. also what I've learned is that um, what I try to do is to be focused on whatever it is at hand. If that's focused on my family, because I'm spending time with my family, like that's what I need to do is be there. If it's I need to work for a couple hours, then that's what I need to do. I need to close the door and I need to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, I know this is not a reality for everyone, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) my kids are six and four now, so I can kind of tell them, go do this for a little bit so that I can work. I've been there when I've had the baby, you know, on me, uh, breastfeeding (laughs) while I'm trying to do other things. And so uh, what I have try to hold on to is that it is a season. It will change. Mm -hmm. Like it might feel like, well, I only get 10 minutes right now, you know, every so often to be able to even dive into what I want to do, but it's a season. Like at some point it's going to change again. And and who knows, you might get more time, you might get less, but um, really just take the season for what it, what it is. um, And try to utilize the time within it that you can. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
(laughs) (laughs) Now we're almost at the end of the show. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with other gems of mothers out there? I know you shared tons just now, but I'm sure you have a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say that honestly, a lot of, uh, a lot of things play into how we speak to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that I, like I said, I learned from a young age that my, my words were powerful. Mm-hmm. God tells us this. And yeah. so um, a lot of our limiting beliefs, a lot of things that we don't think we can do, it really starts right here in our tongue. Yeah. And what we're saying to ourselves because we're, we're telling ourselves a story every day. And so I would just tell, um, you know, any woman that's listening, any, any mom that wants to be encouraged in any area of your life, speak good things to yourself, speak mm-hmm. God's word to yourself, um, speak life, um, catch yourself when you're saying, you know, things that are, that are not, that are bringing you down, that are not, mm-hmm. that are against what the Lord is saying and, and change those words out of your mouth. And you um, will see such a difference in many areas of your life. You'll see it in your motherhood. You'll see it, you know, within the work that you create. You'll see it in your marriage when you mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. start saying <laughs> what God says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember as I had uh, interviewed this guest and, you know, she says that whenever she might get angry with somebody or somebody who might take her off and if and if a daughter was in front of her she'd be like oh she's precious <laughs> I'm like, that's, yeah i'm like that's a good one <laughs> Anyways, Gina, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you um, taking the time to just share with us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I hope it was will be a blessing to you know whoever is listening. Absolutely. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Gems of Motherhood podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more amazing Gems of Mothers and more resources, head over to gemsofmotherhood.com where you can subscribe to the show. That's where you'll find show notes with actionable tips and any links mentioned by our guest. Most importantly, I hope you will find inspiration and learn to cultivate your own journey. You are loved. You're an incredible gem to God. He knows you intimately. He knows what you need and he knows what you're going through. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made in Him. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.